Hi everybody, I'm Adam. I'm Michael. And today, Mike's going to treat me like shit because I don't see movies for this podcast. I guess he's just more bored in Ohio than I am. busy time like you like to complain i've been going to michigan and stuff like that oh, that's or not a complaint that's we a had, fact we had kara's parents down and they're from michigan i think you just have something against michigan in general well i don't like michigan because every time i go there it makes me ill with my allergies something with a pollen in your trees or something i mean seriously it's they're not my trees i live here let's good just old be honest but you hate it here too you're gonna be i hate it here too <laughs> You're going to move there eventually anyway. I know it to be true, and when you do, I'm not going to take it well. I'm, I'll am i wait until you die. Oh, thanks. And oh, I gave you that whole story about how I will be the one lighting your Viking ship on fire with you, my you flaming it. arrow, and I will retrieve your remains and keep them in a little satchel and or sculpture that I make that's hollowed out, so you're always with me. That does make me happy. I'll still do the podcast. <laughs> Across from this statue. <laughs> and I'm like, what do you think about that? And I'll just like react like you're talking. It'll be like complete role reversal from Clown Face and Gas Mask. It's actually true. That's right. Yeah. So you're going to tell me about a couple movies. Yes. And I'm just going to have to roll with it and believe your opinions. <laughs> Chime in, whatever. Yeah. And Are I, you going to see? I'll ask you questions. Yeah. Okay. I saw Bohemian Rhapsody and I saw Overlord. Uh, are Kara, you Kara and I were going like we were planning on seeing Bohemian Rhapsody last weekend, but it just didn't happen. You guys, that's a lot with you. A lot. Well, like Friday, Friday's weird because like Kara's always like her weekend doesn't really start until Saturday because she's just tired as shit on Fridays sure. and doesn't really want to do anything. And we were going to go see like a, a matinee of it, but didn't wake up fucking early enough. And I knew that was going to happen. And then our, you know, then shit got busy. I make time for the show. You have more time than me, do technically. I? Do I? Technically? <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Uh, for those people that uh, are just trying this podcast out and probably are going to stop at about 20 seconds because they haven't learned anything yet, uh, between the two movies you saw, Bohemian Rhapsody and Overlord, which would you recommend that someone to see if they could only see one this weekend? That is a tough question. Uh, like, like I said, because it's two different genres, two different classes of actors. Yes. Is um, there any in, anybody in Overlord that is recognizable? You know, um, the the lead uh, is um, I. I don't recognize the, the lead at all. Um, he's African American. I, I at what at first I saw him and I thought maybe it was the guy from. Um, get out with a with a beard because he looked a little bit like when and then after you go to get a good look at him you're like okay that's not even remotely the same guy i don't think i've seen this guy in anything okay there's the um the guy who's in charge of the 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 group of five guys the army guys um he looks a little bit like you know pet cemetery the remake is coming Mm -hmm. out uh the guy that plays the dad in that 
He also played John Connor in Terminator okay. Salvation or whatever. Gotcha. He looks a little bit like that guy, but it's not him. It's like a younger, like his son version of what he looks like. I don't know who the guy is, but he looks kind of like him. It's okay. Yeah. Uh, they were the acting in that movie was good. It was good, but uh, Rami Malek is just—he's Freddie Mercury in this movie. It's he, not only—I mean, besides them making him look like him, and he does kind of a little bit look like him, but he is—he's um, really amazing in that movie. Okay, so before we actually dive into these, which yeah. one? You have to gun to your head. You have to give somebody a recommendation this weekend. Which one should they see? The story is so much better in Bohemian Rhapsody, right? Mm-hmm. As a story, uh, the acting is so well, but the directing isn't as good as Overlord because Overlord has so many really cool, good shots, mm-hmm. nice cinematography, really good effects in it. I'm leaning towards Bohemian Rhapsody because I really think you should, everyone should see Rami Malek play Ray okay. Mercury because he was there. You amazing. go. That's your decision. Don't feel bad about it. Okay. Although Overlord was fun and entertaining. Do you think Overlord missed like the window? Like should they have come out in October more Halloween-ish? Definitely. Okay. I wonder if they held off because of the actual Halloween film coming out. They were like, like, let's just step aside and let Halloween reclaim its throne in. And it fucking did. That movie did very well. It was good. Uh, Yeah. They did like mid to late September and let it run into October a little bit, you know, kind of like a lead in. Yeah. Kind of like a lead in. I think it would have done. I mean, zombies, I mean, they're not, I knew like October because it's Halloween. Like that's the time to bring out like your horror films or whatever. Yeah. But I guess, I mean, zombies are really kind of an anytime thing. True. So I don't know. I think it's kind of weird to bring it out like right before Thanksgiving though. (laughs) It was. It was weird. Um, it, it is. Uh, there's gore in it, but it's not. Let's talk about that one first, since like you are your reco- You already gave the reco. See, so I mean, there's really nothing more to tell you about that movie other than you basically see. Well, I have some questions. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Right. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. I mean, zombies. I mean, they're they've been zombie-ish. done a thousand times, so sure. they're they're not. They're not traditional. It's zombies. not traditional. You, you know, Does this lean more on the side of 28 Days Later where it's like, was this like the effect of like, a, oh, a mustard gas no, it's, turned it's, people or something it's, like that? It's Nazi experimentation. Okay. So it's like, you know, the old, like the, the myth that's always been like what oh, Hitler's yeah. guys were doing to that's, I mean, that's like basically like the origin story of Hellboy was. Exactly. Like that. Just go with that. Mm-hmm. And but, but they created zombies. They create zombie-ish type were beings. they making them on purpose? Uh, yeah, war, they were trying to war purposes. Yeah, to have the ultimate soldiers. Okay, so did they unleash these, or was it kind of like, oh, we made this thing and we were success, but it backfired, and then like so the Nazis and I assume Americans. This is not Americans. Gonna, this isn't going to ruin anything for you, okay? okay. But um, this is one part of the story which is kind of stupid. So there's a radio tower that is a must for the allies to destroy so that they can land the rest of the troops in without them okay. being able to tell the other Nazis where they're coming from. So that, oh, so this is like a crutch, like this is the reason why they can't like radio for help or some shit. Well, this is, that's one reason. So, but the stupid part is <laughs> they put the radio tower on top of a church Mm-hmm. Underneath the church is where they're doing the experimentations on these zombies or on these whatever you want to fucking call them. It's all in the same spot. So why would you do that? 
if you're trying to create the ultimate soldier, why have the beacon of what everyone else wants to destroy on yeah, top of it? You're hiding yeah. your secret laboratory under a church. So no one like, and like back then, like, uh, I mean, except for like bombing runs, people like, like soldiers and purposely like, sure. Fuck up churches. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then, oh, let's put a radio tower. Let's put a big flashing arrow like. Of where, yeah, come. you happen to be doing, yeah. This is a valuable target. Yeah, so the soldiers are going there to destroy that radio tower. That's gotcha. the whole beginning point, and then they find that they've been doing these experimentations in this small little town. Okay. So they're not traditional zombies. No. Are they fast? Uh, they're strong and Ooh. quick. Strong and, okay. You don't see a lot of them. Okay. And they're not just doing, you. you it's not just humans. They're trying it on some other things. But you don't really get to see that, which I think they missed a, a chance An opportunity. to do something there. Yeah. Okay. It was, did it was this, entertaining. Did this feel like a, a fresh take on zombie, or is it, does it stick too close to the, well, the norm? It's, it's definitely... Some people could see it and say it's not a zombie movie at all. It's, a, it's kind of like a mutation okay. thing. But they do bring people... Mm-hmm. What they're doing can bring dead back alive okay uh, but you don't get a lot of it like there's not a lot of it in it it's mostly about this band of people that survived but i'm telling you the, the the shots in this film even from the get-go really really cool camera work okay that that i mean it's really really cool uh but you know it was entertaining i would not i would say you want to see it in a theater to really get the those cool camera angles and the the war aspect of it. Yeah, I hate to have someone miss out on that, but you could watch if you had a decent home theater and a nice television at home. It definitely watch it. It's a, it's not a buy for me. Okay, uh, I'm going. Well, go ahead. No, I always wondered, like, like with the style of old war movies or like uh, uh, Saving Private Ryan, if you did something and shot it that way, that serious, and had like. You know, like oh, zombies, or or like throwing uh, Captain America into the D Day, but like yeah. just making it part of you know the melee that's happening and not super focusing in on it. Yeah, like I know, um, you know, watching Saving Private Ryan, it's really about the work, like getting up the beach to that hillside, right? And it didn't even focus on Tom Hanks right away; it was just showing the fucking craziness of it. Yeah. Like doing something like that. And like, you kind of see in the background, like what's going on, like with, you know, the hero or whatever. And, but you don't focus on, you're just looking at this massive chaos and then hitting that moment. I like that opening scene in that movie is so good. Oh yeah, it is. It's great. Um, It's kind of like that with this overall thing. Okay. The opening scene of it is that it's, it's not as epic as that, Mm -hmm. but it's a really cool scene. Okay. Cool. I like. I'd like to see like them doing things like that, where they're trying to like doing a really, really uh, concentrated effort on making the realism and just blending in that genre aspect. Yeah, that'd be cool. I think that would be really cool. Yeah. Like if like, yeah, like if if uh, Saving Private Ryan had zombies, like. <laughs> Just, just imagine like instead of the flamethrowers or the the machine guns or gunners. I mean, they they would have to have the gunners, but uh, that they were just unleashing zombies down the hillside. So they had to not only combat 
machine gun fire, but once they got to the hillside, there was fucking zombies. Yeah, that'd be cool, right? <laughs> I mean, on like saying it out loud, it's like, eh, it could be dumb, but like if, if done right, like if Spielberg had done that, it probably would have looked fucking awesome, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. But uh, I digress. Uh, so you're saying like, yeah, that's a fun It's movie. a fun movie. Not necessarily buy if it comes out on digital, like maybe rent? Uh, or would you wait for, I mean... I could see some people wanting to buy it. I mean, it, it, right. it's, it's not a bad film at all. I mean, it's it's uh, it's it's entertaining. The acting in it is good. The direction is good. They keep it well paced. This was just Abrams produced, right? Yeah. Okay. Kind of like yeah, like Cloverfield. Like yeah, that that had nobody recognizable in it. No, right at the time. Yeah, and thank God it was not done in handycam. Oh my God. That, 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 oh, I can't do that shit. I'm glad that that came and went again. Yeah. I'm not a fan either. I hate that. I hate it so much. Like, it can be done effectively, uh, but I think <laughs> it gets so heavy-handed. I know in Born, the Born movies, mm-hmm. they were pretty heavy-handed with there, and they I know they wanted it to be to show the chaos of like an actual fight and like kind of add yeah. impact to it, but they did it in like quiet scenes where it's just conversations and yeah. it's supposed to be like a fly on the wall thing, but it was way too much. Like if you, you can do it in a more subtle way where you still get that effect. Like you're just looking over these people's shoulder yeah. while they're having a conversation, but they were just, I don't know. I guess like the, the stickler to me is like, I want the shot to be framed better the whole time. <laughs> that's, a, that's my problem. I start, that's my thing. Yeah. I'm watching it. I'm like, I feel like I can't even get into what these characters are saying or, or even what they're feeling. Cause I, I can't, I can't concentrate cause you're moving the damn camera around so much. Yeah. I hate that. Okay. So I give it a B. You give it a B? B, B minus. Yeah. Not too bad. Yeah. I'll definitely check it out at some point. Yeah, it's, um, it, there is gore in it, but it's not over the top. Like this isn't a this isn't a horror horror film. There's some horror aspects to mm-hmm. it for sure. I mean, for, definitely there is, but yeah, it's not trying to scare the absolute shit out of you by any means. It's an action gotcha. film mostly, you know. Yeah, with terrible fucking Nazis that are making trying to make terrible beings. Yeah, and Nazis are real assholes in this movie, as they should be portrayed. <laughs> real assholes. Oh, wait, wait, yeah, like was there a movie where they're like, yeah. Those guys, not so bad. No, well, no, but you know, terrible that, ideas. But it's like Inglorious Bastards. Um, I love that guy who plays the main uh, general guy. Uh, he's right at the beginning of the film. He goes, Christopher Waltz. Yes, love that guy. Like he, he doesn't make me, of course, like by any no, means like, like Nazis, he but he plays such an amazing yeah. villain, and that is my favorite uh, Tarantino film. Yeah. Um, even though, like, I love I love Pulp Fiction, and um, some of his other movies like a lot but uh i feel like that was his like opus like he he showed his ability to create uh tension like there were so many scenes that were just basically an essay on how to create tension yeah and it was you felt uncomfortable like you're like oh fuck oh yeah something bad's gonna happen and you got real uneasy and he was so good at that uh so yeah i mean I'm not even sure why we were talking about that. It's a good movie. <laughs> oh, because we were talking about Nazis. Yeah. Um, okay. So, yeah, I'll, I'll check that one out when it's on digital or whatever. I'll probably yeah. wait till it's Definitely on watch it. Definitely watch it. You'll, it'll, you'll enjoy it. I know you'll enjoy it. Okay. So let's move on to Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah. Um, I know what's interesting to me, I know it's, a, it's like a biopic, and I, I'm sure there are several 
of Queen's songs yes. in this. Yes. But you don't like musicals. No, I hate them. But I th- I mean, obviously, like, this is not a, it's not a musical, but it's very music heavy yeah but since it's not using a musical to tell like music to tell the story <laughs> like i'm trying to like since this is it's a biopic about you know queen and uh why did i just lose the name of the leads <laughs> freddie mercury. <laughs> Freddie mercury like heavily about that um and musicals are they're just stories but they use music and lyrics to, to tell the story to, no, you talk t- t- it's dumb okay anyway yeah. so I, I, that must be the the breaking point for you like i don't want to hear your conversation and song no right if it's doing you know, like oh this movie's about a band and sometimes they sing you don't that's interesting i'm not even sure why i'm asking this because now as i'm talking about it two completely different things <laughs> It is done in kind of a, I mean, it's more, it's a more personal documentary style. Mm -hmm. I mean, you are for the most part following around Freddie Mercury for the most part. Right. But it was cool because you got to see how they met. Yeah. um, And, and his change over time. It's not, he didn't really change. He didn't really know he was gay from the beginning. He had Mm -hmm. these mixed things. Yeah. They kind of show that a little bit. Um, but you got to see the cool thing I like, and I, and I watched I watched um, some music documentaries on on bands because mm-hmm. I like to see how they create when they come up with a song and how they do it. You got to see them do it on a bunch of their songs, how they actually. And this is the Queen backed this film like they're this is the yeah. one they say they were this is the script that they approved and then they said it was accurate. It was cool. You got to see how they came up with different ideas. Mm-hmm. Who wrote some of those songs? I didn't even know that it was a one specific person that wrote this or that, or who came up yeah. with this music. And, um, but um, the, the one the one major complaint some people have had about the film, and I and I do kind of agree with, is um, they don't they they show you that Freddie Mercury was, was gay. Mm-hmm. Um, they touch on how uh, he was you know, he would just bounce around. I mean, you know, he he would meet some men in a, a bar, or some men at a gas station. Like if he was there, and it just happened, you know. That's, yeah. But they don't hit you over the head with how promiscuous he actually was, which is supposed to be way more than what they portrayed in the in the movie. But they they don't let you not understand it. They just don't hit you with it enough. Not that I think that you need to know right. that about the guy. But I think they... If you're doing a biopic. If you're doing a biopic, you should know that he, the man loved sex. And then like, yeah. and he loved the whole group sex thing. And he had all these sex parties. And they really only touch it, like showing you there was a few instances when in reality there were supposed to be hundreds of these things. But Right. Which, this kind of brings up a question to me. So what is the actual movie like about? Like what is the, what is the goal of the movie? Because uh, you talking about this... Makes me think of Kara and I recently watched uh, Battle of the Sexes. Have you seen that film? No. That's the the tennis one about. Oh no, the, I did yeah. not see that. No. Actually, pretty good. But I'm asking this question because I feel like it might relate to this movie. Okay. So, uh, like, what do you think the goal of the movie was? Like, what's what's the message? What's the the story? I think the story that they were trying to get across was how. Um, you know, I, I want to say they were trying to go for to show you how how legendary Freddie Mercury w- was. 
mm-hmm. um, his ability, his voice to sing, his ideas for Bohemian Rhapsody. Like he, he came, it was his, that's his baby. He came up with the whole freaking thing in his head and just, uh, but I don't think you spend enough time with him. So by the okay. time the movie's over, you want more time with him just to see a little more of his life. And okay. and I think that's that's where it kind of lost So it. do you feel like the movie was struggling between being a true biopic of Freddie Mercury or being a basically uh, kind story of an, about Queen? Kind of an overview of Queen. They kind yeah. of tried to, they tried to balance it. I've heard one complaint, like uh, one of the complaints I saw about the movie is like, it didn't go far enough and that it was basically like somebody read the Wikipedia page of Queen and made a movie. Um, that's fair. That is fair. And, and also the Wikipedia page of Freddie Mercury, where you, you, you want more of that personal, yeah. you wanted to see a little bit more of it. And I think that Queen wanted to protect, they don't want to look like, to make him look like he was this also kind of piece of shit guy, because, mm-hmm. um, which I could see them doing that. I could see someone that really delves into this guy that he could be really selfish at times. And, yeah. you know, um, and they 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 do, they do touch it in the film, but they don't they don't really press it. And I think mm-hmm. the Queen didn't want them. And I get that. You know, this is a yeah. person that they loved, and it was a friend of theirs. And they yeah, they didn't want like something marring yeah. his his legacy. Or legacy. Yeah. Uh, to walk this back a bit and talk about why I asked this question, uh, the Battle of the Sexes movie that was about that tennis game between yeah. a man and a woman, and then like. The movie, like the the marketing, everything was about this equality bit. Like that's the story, because mm. uh, these women teamed together and made their own group. Tennis players like kind of like went separate from the mainstream, and to prove that they were worth higher uh, prize money because they draw in the same crowd that the men do. So it's okay. very much about women's rights and equality and pay and this that, and the other. And I felt like. That's what this whole movie, like the marketing, that that's what this movie was about. Yeah. And like, well, you know, ramping up to that, that tennis match. But there's a whole secondary story about Billie Jean King, who is the, the female uh, tennis player, who is a lesbian. And over the course of the movie, she realizes she's a lesbian. Mm. And it felt like dual narratives. I didn't know if the movie was about oh, yeah. her coming into her sexuality and feeling free enough about it to, or was it about women's equal rights thing? And I, it's a good movie and it's acted very well, but I was like, I wish I, it had more focus on one thing. One thing. Yeah. I get that. Yeah. Like I'm cool. Like touch it. Like that was definitely, since it's uh, definitely a, a historical like story, like that's real happened touch on it like but pick a pick a lane like right <laughs> which story do you want to tell because uh, if like the first scene where she's getting her hair done by a stylist and it's very sexual like how i mean they're framing it and they it's they're hitting you over the head that she's attracted to this woman yeah and this is like they're treating it like this the first time like she's ever been attracted to a woman or whatever but i'm i don't i'm sure that's just part of the cinematic thing that they're doing but and it's a very elongated scene and i was like this is starting to feel weird like there's they're spending like an abnormally long amount of time on this and then it it continues and you see that and if they would just like if that was a story and the tennis game was like a backdrop for it cool yeah or the reversal the reversal yeah but like spending like such 
heavy equal amounts of times on each thing. Yeah. It just, I was like, focus up a little bit. <laughs> right. No, I get it. It's, it's, it's a little bit like, so like, that's why like, I was little, saying yeah. like, so Bohemian, like they're straddling. Does this want to be a queen biopic or a Freddie Mercury biopic? I think that the queen realized that no one really cares everyone, about the group. They don't care about the group. <laughs> they care about Freddie because he's like, it, well, yeah, he's the front man. Like he's that's the front the, man the face of it. And, uh, and it. But it was cool to know that, you know, the band that like Freddie and, and you get to see that in the movie, he's, he's nothing without that band. Like right. on his own, he can sing like a son of a bitch, but he can't make music like he did with them. Um, um, I do have to bring this up. I saw a, like a side by side, uh, of the scene. I don't know what song they're singing. Cause I, I was listening to it on or watching it on mute. Yeah. Uh, side by side of scene from the movie. Um, you're talking about live aid. I don't know. Versus the actual footage. Yeah. And the movements are dead on. Yeah. It's, like they it's from went Aid. Yeah. to such lengths to recreate that scene at that concert. I thought that was fantastic. Oh, it's, and he's, he, he really, Ramey is so good in this. He's got, he's got a, cause Freddie had, um, you know, more teeth than he's got more incisors than. Yeah. So it was, yeah, it's like, so his, his teeth upper. were forward. So the, he had to wear a mouthpiece thing the mm. whole entire movie. And he looks like him. He talks like him. His every man mannerisms like him. The interviews that they showed in the film are like how he talked and how he acted on the interviews he would, that you actually saw. He's just, he's incredible in the movie. He, uh, he, he's just ridiculously good. If there's I, some editing yeah. shit that I didn't care for, I could also see by the way, the two different directors there mm-hmm. were, I could tell where this is this had two different directors yeah i remember brian singer got cut oh yeah i completely forgot about that yeah um which brian singer directed most of the whole live aid thing because they actually that's the first thing they actually shot was that whole live aid thing and then uh the other guy picked up i think right after they finished filming that is when the other and you could tell the difference Mm -hmm. but um anyway you you got to see it just because of Ramey in it is have incredible. you ever watched his show the Claire swears uh, by that show or the robot Mr. Mr. Robot. robot swears by it how I've been meaning to try it I mean because he he got an award for his acting in that show yeah. like I I knew he was good uh but now you're confirming like he's real good he's really really good nice and it wasn't I mean you know it's like Joaquin Phoenix when he was Johnny Cash mm-hmm. he just spent all that time learning how he talked how he moved how every word he said and and he was he was johnny cash it was amazing and you know joaquin phoenix sang in that Raimi does sing in this i looked it up to make sure does he does he really he sings all the parts and uh the notes that he could not get or or they could not he could not sound enough like freddie mercury they brought in other singers that could mimic freddie's voice and then Mm -hmm. they would overlay his voice still with with it and then and it sounds like freaking it sounds like freddie mercury interesting yeah. i thought they were just gonna have him lip sync i did well you can tell they have so many up closes when he's singing that that dude's really singing like you can't get the the throat <laughs> going unless you're belting you know mm-hmm. um it was just it was really well done well i mean he, 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 he could have really still well been like belting out but then they just 
replace the audio. I don't know if you could do that. Well, yeah, you're right. No, that's true. Yeah, but I did look up. I wanted to know if he actually sang in this. It was actually Claire when Claire was with me she, when we went and saw it. She's like, does he? Does he? I was like, I don't know. I, let me look that up real quick. So I looked, pulled up a bunch of stuff. And they're like, yeah, he actually sings in it, but then they used other people to gotcha to fill it in to and... fill. Yeah. Hmm. Whereas and where Walking Phoenix actually just sang all that yeah. shit, which is just amazing. It's, mm-hmm. it's yeah. Anyway, um, I uh, this film I would give. I'd give it like a B minus. And the same as overall. <laughs> the reason look, is okay. this is like um overall uh, a C plus C movie because the directing is just not as great and mm-hmm. the story is just like you want so much more of this and it's like okay. do I really care as much about the film? Would I want to see it again if he wasn't so amazing? No, I wouldn't. But he's so okay. amazing. I'll buy the movie just to watch him act in it. Okay. So it's okay. Yeah. It's one of those. It's one of those. Um, okay. Did you see, uh, what was that, The Star is Born or whatever? No, I, I want to see that. I haven't seen that yet. Because Bradley Cooper, like, really sings in that. Really sings that. That he's dude on the, can actually fucking sing. Yeah, he's on the radio. But they have, yeah, like, I heard, that's why I heard it. I, was I like, haven't heard it yet. I was like, is that actually him? And then, like, on my uh, dashboard, like, it yeah. lit up with, like, the name and, like, the artist. And it was... I watched, Bradley Cooper I watched an interview and Lady Gaga. With, I watched an interview with Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper, and mm-hmm. they were talking about how he got her. So when he went in to talk to her about doing this movie, he, um, she wasn't sure she wanted to do it. He's like, "Let's let's just sit down here. Let's let's try to sing this song and see how it sounds." Because he was trying to see if he wanted her for it too. And mm-hmm. she's like, "He started singing," and I was like, "Holy shit, he can actually <laughs> sing!" So yeah, you know who he really originally wanted for the part that no. he ended up playing? He wanted Jack White. Really? Yeah. I like Jack White. I do like Jack White. That would have been interesting. I would have liked to have seen that, right. actually. I feel like that would have been a different kind yeah. of pairing. Because Bradley Cooper has more of like a country voice. Yeah. Yeah, that would have been... I would almost want that redone. Any, I know this. I know I'll like the movie because I'll, I'll like... I'll, I Just from the trailers alone, I'm like, okay, it's shot well. I can tell it's acted well. I'm interested. Mm-hmm. But I kind of want that now. I want to see what that looks like, too. <laughs> <laughs> cool. So... If you're seeing a movie this weekend, go see Bohemian Rhapsody. Yes. Or I guess if you're just in a mood to see some Nazi-made zombie people. Very, very entertaining. That. Very entertaining. Um, what do you got going on, bud? I'm creating music. I am not writing right now, so I'm creating a song for you. For me? Yeah. Like for me to sing or like you're just you're singing me no, a song? I'm singing you a song. <laughs> It's, it's, uh, I'm creating it. Uh, I've been working on it for a while, but I think you're going to love the lyrics. Um, are we, are we going to debut it on the podcast? It's very NC 17. I'll leave it to you. (laughs) I can only imagine. I mean, I've heard some of your other gems that are just like little snippets. Yeah. Um, So think of that as a full length song. Yeah. I think you're going to, I think you're going to enjoy it. Is this just like an exercise? Like, I'm going to write this music. I'm going to do all this stuff. And I'm going to have a ridiculous fucking song yes. that I sing to my best friend. Yeah, because I've got, um, you know, I've got a bunch of song stuff that I've been working on on the side. But I came up with this idea last week and I started, I wrote the lyrics for it already. <laughs> I started in the last, this whole past week, I've been creating the music for it. There's some piano playing in it. There's some soft singing. And then it goes right into dubstep. <laughs> <laughs> Hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> well, I can't wait. I bet you can't. Um, 
what the fuck have I been doing? I did make a little animated uh, logo uh, thing for Buddy Rick. Oh, uh, he's okay. starting to do videos. He's a realtor. He's doing like a some video segments on YouTube about. I think he's going to focus on uh, like smart home technology that he's going to touch oh. on, and maybe just some general stuff about you know selling your house or that kind of stuff. So I did a little uh, bumper, as they call him in the biz, uh, for his logo reveal and then a, one for his outro as well. That's the, that's the creative thing that I've done recently. Fun. Uh, I also bought my first pair of me undies. Uh, <laughs> this, I mean, this could just be, uh, an attempt Are to get a, a sponsor. <laughs> I don't want to see him by the way. I don't want to, I don't want to no, see I'm him. not going to like model him for you. You can look at, I dude, don't want- you know, I, you're you're a, a material I guy. Am, like, yeah. if you touch these, you're gonna be like, "Oh fuck, I want those nestling my balls." <laughs> <laughs> can I only touch them when they're on you? Sure. No, I, I, I got a onesie. <laughs> you can touch the onesie. It's made out of the same shit. I can't. I don't even want to see you walking around your damn onesie. That's just. <laughs> God. Kara doesn't either. <laughs> I bought it anyway. I told her I was like, I don't give a shit. <laughs> I feel like I'm being hugged by the softest teddy bear that ever existed. And I was so happy. So happy. I'm happy for you. My underwear's got little foxes on them. Do, do you feel loose in them, though? I need. I, need I haven't feel... worn the underwear yet, actually. What the fuck? I need to wash them. You don't just, like, pop on a pair of underwear that you just got I in do. the mail. I will put them on oh and see God. if I... I, wanna, I, will, I put them on to say, is this going to be comfortable? I got, you got to wash them first. I tell you what, that what's the other? It's got them factory company? people's hands on them. What's the other underwear company? Hanes? No, no, there's another one that, that they they, <laughs> like a, they like push a, it. A curated. I forget what they're called. Anyway, those are not good. I'm too compact. I don't like that feeling. Okay. I need to feel like I can breathe. I'm excited to wear these. Uh, one for the material, super soft. Two, it has like a pouch. For it, but, for your bits. But is it a, is it a comfortable pouch? I don't know. I'm yet to find out. Well, I'm going to try it. Know. The other place that, of course, the other one I've got a couple years ago that has a pouch also, it's not comfortable. I mean, my Hanes don't have a pouch. They're just like normal Hanes. I'm excited for a pouch, something something that is made to cradle my nethers. <laughs> Are they boxer shorts or, or, or boxer briefs? Boxer briefs. Boxer briefs. Okay. Well, I need, I, need, I need space, man. I need space to move and breathe. If there's no, if, if I feel you like are, I'm- Are you a boxer man? I'm a boxer man. Yeah, I've been a boxer man See, that's for, too much freedom. Too much freedom for my, my, my bits. But my I do have boxer briefs also that that, that are a little more snug. Do you have this problem? What? Wearing boxers, like it's too free, right? To me it's too free. You get you get that fabric rubbing on you just the right way. I mean you're in Boner City. Yeah. For no reason. I mean that's how men's penises work. Uh, a slight breeze goes by. Yeah, what happened? <laughs> Somebody might have touched you. So it's it's yeah. sitting up to look around. Yeah. It's no, ridiculous. No, I like that. I like that movability, man. I don't like. Now, I don't have the big billowing fucking like I'm wearing like swim shorts with no net inside. They're not that. I mean, they're they're you know I like them tight around my leg, but plenty of space in between. I I like to breathe. I don't want to feel like my like, shit is sweating. In it there. sounds like you want boxer briefs. But with like a shower cap for your dick and balls. Yeah, kind of honestly, <laughs> yes. But make sure there's not a lot of sweat going on. That's gross. Well, that's all you. 
I'm saying if you if you if you make it, what if it's like sweat like wicking off underwear? I need to feel like you can breathe and move around, man. We spent far too long on this. <laughs> it's your fault. It is my fault. So until next time, uh, see Bohemian Rhapsody. Great acting. And uh, thank you for letting this get up on you. Because we're born in Ohio. man one of those mornings yeah need a hug i wouldn't mind one from behind